The Crawford Stand. Do you know what sin is? Talk about sin today and you might be called a hater. This week, the president of Crawford Broadcasting Company, Don Crawford, discusses what gives us the authority to speak the truth. We, the Christians, believe that the Bible, the Holy Bible, is the inspired Word of God. It is for us the ultimate authority, the ultimate authority. Do you agree? All 66 books of this precious Bible, we believe, have been given to us by inspiration. And with this ultimate authority comes the concept of infallibility. Do you believe that? It is right, this Bible is. It is truth, every word of it. Do you believe that? Do you really believe that? These books contain wonderful stories and histories and biographies and blessings and beatitudes and commandments, ten and more, instructing us how to live and what is right and wrong, and so much more. Every one of the 66 books adds to the story, the drama, the relationship between God and man. It shows the way. It shows the way. It is the truth, and it is the life, and it is life more abundantly. What would life be like without it? Do you believe that? Do you? Do you believe that the Bible is the infallible, inspired word of the living God? Do you? Millions upon millions of human beings, past, present, and perhaps even more so in the future, they do not. They don't believe that. For them, the Bible is at best a collection of stories and myths and symbols and signs and fiction made up, made up having nothing to do with God if in fact there is one, and certainly not inspired, infallible, and the ultimate authority. This is the reaction and the belief of what the Bible calls the natural man, the natural man. To this natural man and woman, the Bible and its writings are foolishness. To believe requires an enormous leap of faith, they say, a denial of reason, they also say. The replacement of all things scientific with mythology, silly, foolish in every way. It is, the Bible, the anchor for a weak mind, an overly emotional and needy psyche, they say. It's an exaggeration and even a compilation of lies. The natural man could not be farther from the Bible-believing Christian and Jew. At best, the Bible should and really must be interpreted. Different points of view and understanding should apply. That's right. And when that happens, one heresy, one human interpretation follows another, and there we start with problems. And in short order, what should have been the way, the truth, and the life becomes a multitude of ways and truths and lives to be led. But worst of all, this natural man and woman regards the Bible as a compilation of, you ready for this? Hate speech. Hate speech. Incredible. The Bible refers to every man and woman as sinner. Ooh, that's not good. Breaking the laws of God and in need of redemption. Hate speech, that is. It surely is hate speech to call a person a sinner. And writings at their worst when man is condemned that way. These books condemn the unnatural man and woman. And those teachings are, of course, opposed by all natural men and women, and especially LGBTQ, where the Bible clearly states 
that such relationships are immoral and sinful. These books say it is wrong to kill, and especially to kill innocent babies in the womb. No matter that God may have formed that baby and knew that baby in the womb, that doesn't matter. It is up to the prospective mother to decide what to do with that baby in the womb. This book, the Bible, condemns euthanasia, the killing of the elderly, and all of that and so much more is hate speech. Hate speech. And this angry, aggressive, hateful man himself wants this compilation of hateful books banned forevermore. And with that, the banning and shunning of all who believe in this Bible. Further, the Bible calls these Bible haters the son of their father, who is <laughs> the devil. The devil. Ooh, boy, is that hateful. Another reason why this book and its body of believers should be marginalized, criticized, and even ridiculed. If these modern-day atheists and God-haters have their way, sooner or later the Bible will be banned everywhere, everywhere in our country. Would you allow that? Would you stand for that? They ridicule these natural men and women do the concept of salvation and anything having to do with the further concept of born again, especially the claim in Scripture that except a man or woman be born again, he or she cannot see or enter the kingdom of God. Wow, that's aggressive, isn't it? More hate speech, and they are incensed by these words of Jesus Christ. Hear them clearly. I, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man or woman comes to the Father but by me. I am. I am, he says. And you can't get there spiritually except by me. Whew. Wow. That's something else, isn't it? That's really hateful for all others who are not Christian and all other religions. In short, those words and this book condemn all other religions, proclaim them and their teachings as wrong, and nothing, these critics say, could be more hateful. They produce a counterculture which is anti-religion in every sense, critical of the spiritual man and woman and of the Christian church, the gathering place of believers. Sadly, the church and many believers succumb to this pressure and this criticism, and they begin new interpretations of Holy Scriptures as they become uh, woke. Hey, that's the new four-letter word. Woke. Newly enlightened, finding new meaning, and more apt to compromise and water down the plain, aggressive, straight, truthful teachings of Scripture. So they look to the way of the natural man rather than seeking the enlightenment and interpretation of the Holy Spirit, the very one responsible for the original teachings current culture and demands and criticisms win out, and Bible teachings and the loving and saving message of the gospel is watered down or even eliminated. When such a man is finished with the Bible, there is virtually nothing left. Nothing. It is in a way shocking to see the compromise which exists in the Christian church and its denominations, its pastors and leaders, and laymen and women, it is as though they were ashamed of the gospel, having lost the ability to see the Bible and its messages as the power of the living God. The power of the living God. 
and it is just that. They are so concerned with ridicule and criticism and banishment from current culture that they are ready to compromise, remain silent, and in effect deny the message and the life of the living Lord, these compromisers, and the truth of 66 books, all of it, inspired and infallible, every word. They have no interest, these current compromised Christians, in fighting the fight of faith. They don't want to fight. They want to compromise. They would not think in terms of defending their faith, even unto death, much less unto death. For them, there is no greater love than that of a man or woman who would lay down his life for a friend. That would be us, we the believing Christians, not them. And the church weakens and weakens and becomes more and more ineffective and irrelevant to current generations. The message of the gospel corrupted and compromised, and the devil wins. And the natural man and women win. They win. And cancel culture wins, for it effectively cancels Christian truth and the truths of the Bible step by step. What a tragedy that we the Christians, the Bible-believing, truly Bible-believing Christians, do not stand up. I mean like really stand up and fight the fight of faith. Do you? Do you? Boy, I do. If anybody comes at me, a natural man or woman, and attacks my Bible and my Lord, I'm ready for the fight. The Church of Jesus Christ was born with the blood of martyrs. You know that. Men and women who believe so passionately that they would give their lives rather than give up their faith and belief in Jesus Christ. There seem to be so few of them today as our world grows dark and dangerous, especially to Bible believers, Christian and Jew. Where are, so many wonder, where are the true real and Bible-believing Christians of today? Where is their testimony, their stand, their aggressiveness, their open and outward passion for Jesus Christ? Where? Nothing short of that return, that passion, that full and committed revival will win the day. All of that is required for our Lord. Nothing short of that return, that passion, will revive the church and the people, and the country, and even of the world, if we who believe do not become unwoke. Unwoke. Ah, what a disaster this woke stuff is. What a joy it would be to see people returning passionately to biblical fundamentals and principles, living the life of joy, of power, of love. What it really means to be a Bible-believing Christian. It's positive. It's not negative. It's loving. It's not hateful. Do you believe that? I mean, do you really believe that? Are you a true and real and unashamed Bible believer? Or are you one of the compromised? Are you afraid and ashamed of the power of God in the Bible and the life of Jesus Christ? Are you? If so, then eventually you may hear the words of Jesus Christ the Son of the living God, even as you depart from him today. Depart from me, he will say. I never knew you. No matter what you profess, or whether you call yourself a Christian or not, I never knew you.
Whew! Four really scary words, aren't they? All on the altar, my fellow Christians, everything, everything, everything for Him, including your life if necessary. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to become a martyr for Jesus Christ in today's day and age? Are you? It seems to me that day soon comes when you will have to make that decision. Nothing, nothing this world has to offer can begin to match what he has to offer. The choice should be easy. The ramifications may be hard, but the choice easy. But we, you and I, are either with him, all together with him, without any compromise whatsoever, or, or we are against him. That's what he says. That's exactly what he says. What an honor and a privilege it is to be challenged every day to be more like Christ, is it, is it not? I think it's wonderful. And to live the life of a true Christian, a true Bible-believing Christian, for that indeed is the way, the truth, and the life more abundantly in every single way. Oh, may God strengthen and enlighten you in that regard so that your life is lived to the fullest, Bible-believing in every way for Him. The views expressed here on the Crawford Stand are those of the speaker and might be a bitter pill for some. Would that be you? Tell Mr. Crawford in your email to stand at crawfordbroadcasting.com. His email address again, stand at crawfordbroadcasting.com. When you write, be sure to tell Mr. Crawford on what station you hear the stand. And when you want to review what you hear, go to our website, crawfordbroadcasting.com. The Crawford Stand is a public affairs presentation of Crawford Broadcasting Company and this station. Serving God and country, I'm Bill McCormick.